this summer. <laughs> that's not an infomercial. That's Batman. Yeah, I know it's that's b- Batman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All like vengeance, <laughs> darkness, no <Okay>. parents, <laughs> flex tape, <laughs> flex seal. I think that's Phil Swift, isn't it? That is Philly Swift. I think he died, right? Maybe he What? Didn't. No. I think I'm thinking of someone else. I think you are definitely thinking of something else. Anyway. I killed Philly Swift. Oh, my goodness. Philly Cheese. <laughs> that, uh, welcome Philly cheese welcome to Adjective Noun. <laughs> Jeez. Philly, the podcast Phil- where Dante murders people Philip, from infomercials. <laughs> Philip Cheesesteak. I'm coming for what? you, Philip. Philly Swift, oh. the cheesesteak. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. How you been, man? Um, I'm doing pretty good, I think. Every I feel like every time you ask me that, I get caught off guard. I have to like relive my last week in like <laughs> 0.73 seconds where it's like, you know that's so Raven? Uh cool. yeah. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that, but uh that's kind of <laughs> the idea that I'm going for. So I think I've been pretty good. I, I've just been doing a lot of writing. We had a, a clinic this weekend for Pulse. But everything's, I don't know, it's going pretty well. Just living life as the usual. Nice. Nice. Um, nice, man. I mean. Uh, pretty cool. straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not, not too much to say about it. It's just like, it is a normal life. Nothing big, crazy. But yeah. This weekend is Pulse Auditions, which is cool. You know, I'm going to talk about that more next week. <laughs> you think, think I'm going to make it? You think I can make it? <laughs> You're number three. I get cut. That'd be pretty epic, to be honest. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I actually, I just really wanted to change the pace this year. I, I wanted to play drum set. So I just. <laughs> I, I, I you get on the kit. Of, yeah. Boom. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. I can play like a Boston Overgroove. Yeah. No, can you read this music? Uh, no, it doesn't have notes A through G. Yeah, so. exactly. It's like, why is that one note have an X on it? I didn't know there was an X note. Is there an X sharp? Wait, is that a snare? No. Oh. Well, it's a, <laughs> if it's a shot on snare, then it is. But if it's just like a regular snare hit, it's just a note head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. mind me, but yeah. Um th- I'm good. Thanks for asking. Um Um Cool. Great. Glad we got to- <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, how how are you doing, Dylan? Uh I'm pretty good, man. I had my job interview yesterday. That's gonna Yippee! date how long it's been since we recorded our last episode. <laughs> oh yeah, huh? But um yeah, it went really well. I'm really, really excited uh, to have even got the opportunity to uh, apply slash get an interview for this job because it is it is a, an intro-level position, but it uh, it would be my first, like, real job, like, with benefits and, uh, you know, a set schedule of 40 hours a week, eight hours a day. Yeah. Um. Just because you know, I've I've been in school for the last twenty something years of my like twenty one years of my life. Yep. So I've never had a full time job. I mean, I did over the summers and things like that, but 
with benefits, insurance, and different things like that, I'm like, oh, I feel like an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? That, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that to potentially turn out well, um, especially because I would be working alongside my parents. Mm-hmm. I would be working, like, directly with my dad, and my mom would be working in the same office, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy that they even took me as a consideration and gave me an interview because of, but I mean that, you know, that's, that's how it is out here. They actually, you know, really like family dynamic and, and it says a lot about my parents and how well they work that they would entrust even an interview to their son and things like that. And just cause yeah, yeah. but it was, it was, it went really well. I was really, really happy after the interview. I was so nervous before, but I was really, really happy and, realized a lot about how much stress that was putting into my life alone for the last like month. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just like mm-hmm. having this built up, like really wanting this job mm-hmm. and having the build up of like, Oh, if I don't get this, you, you know, like in my head, I'm obviously, if I don't get this job, it won't be a very big deal. Yeah. Sure. You know, but if, but I, if do, you do, I think it, was it would be a very big huge deal. deal. Yeah. Huge deal, man. Because, I, cause like, if I don't get it, I'm going to be like, okay, wasn't meant to be. If I do get it, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. That's awesome. um, so, yeah, I'm really excited. And, yeah, I mean, that, that was basically what had happened. There's... Um, I went to an improv comedy show last night. Oh, whoa. That's actually really cool. Yeah, they have them weekly at a at a bar downtown here. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a it's a bar called Scruffy City Hall. It's in mm-hmm. Market Square. Nice man. the The downtown of Knoxville is adorable because they have places called Scruffy City Hall, and <laughs> you know, there's actually uh really cool places down there. Like there's this place that's like Alice in Wonderland themed called oh, what the Alice heck? and yeah, and it's a half bar like half gift shop thing called <laughs> Alice in Appalachia. Oh, what and the I was heck? Like, That's funny. So cool. And there's yeah. like so much, there's so much art downtown, like, like sculptures and things. It's like a, it's a, you know, big downtown yeah. district and, and, uh, people playing music on the side of the streets. There's always this violin player that plays in Market Square. Nice. It's really cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, speaking of music mm-hmm. and I guess we already touched on it with your Pulse auditions coming up sure, this weekend. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to kind of talk about what we wanted to talk about this week? Uh, no, I want you to talk about it. <laughs> oh Man. no. Oh no. What do you mean? Oh no. The hot seat. I'm, I'm putting you back in it. I'm going to, every time you try to get off the I'm hot seat. I'm in the seat, hot seat for like 30 minutes. No, not You're going to stay in the hot seat. I mean, I was you know going to say, I was debating right, right before you said like, Speaking of music, I was going to tell a stupid story about... Oh, you no, me- tell your story. You mentioned, okay, you mentioned a violin player, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, in California, the other day I was in on Catalina... Uh, no, not Catalina, shoot. What, uh, Santa Monica Pier? Is that what it's called? It's the one in L.A. That's like... Uh, they have the big Ferris wheel that everyone always loses their mind. I think so. I think it's Santa Monica Pier, but... Yeah, I think so. Um, So I was doing, like, the the boardwalk there or whatever, and... There, it was just weird because the people I was with, we kept noticing 
the same people like every five minutes or so would just whoa be it wasn't like one set of people though it was like the same are you good <laughs> yeah yeah okay. i'm good i'm, I'm you, checking the wave file because it's very low and it's not yeah. picking up very many waves so sorry gotcha. go ahead you said whoa so i thought like someone like got shot like your dog like no i was saying whoa because well, my first See, thought when you said that is the Matrix. <laughs> you oh my are God. in yeah, a glitch yeah. in the Matrix. <laughs> I was in the Santa Monica Pier like, Matrix. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like there is. I remember like a dad and like her daughter, and then like a, like their partner, I guess, and like they just kept taking pictures of the daughter. Like everywhere we would go, like we, I, like two times in a row. The first two times, the reason I could kept track of it is because the per- one of the people I was with just walked past them as they were taking the picture and i was like whoa 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 they're taking like a picture like i would like run by me like so sorry but it happened like twice and then like mm-hmm. as we just kept walking down the boardwalk like obviously we're just going in the same direction but the interaction like kept happening where they just be right next to us taking a picture and i'd be like why is this happening and then like there was this one dude even before we got on the boardwalk where it was just what kind of seemed like a homeless guy he had like purple lipstick on he was wearing like a dinosaur like beanie thing and just like hell yeah (laughs) he was living his life you know but i remember well the joke i was gonna make is like you get like violin players like around same consistency living his life when we got to the end of the boardwalk there was this um lady who was like singing and like she had like her spotify link and like you could buy like cds that she had recorded it seemed like she'd been doing this bit like as like a career like just being on the boardwalk singing people obviously come by check it out there was a lot of people listening to her she sounded great but the dude with the dinosaur hat (laughs) he ended up there too and he would randomly just join in the song but he would literally just like (laughs) (laughs) he would be like randomly screaming but like it would be like kind of in key it would be clear that he was trying to sing along with her and like he would randomly periodically just look out into the ocean like he would stand on the edge of the boardwalk like look over like it looked like he was like filming his own like music video like I we I everyone like I don't know because like they were all folks on the girl but I was staring at this dude because I was like just entranced he was like living his his entire like life came down to this one moment to me where I just saw him like looking out into the ocean like living his own music video fantasy it was that's that's california you know that's what we get in california oh my god yeah i i wish i I think i might have some recordings i might send some to you later but it was it was literally iconic he just i'm talking like 20 minutes of this like we stayed here and watched it like it wasn't just like oh that was a funny little interaction he just kept going and going and it was incredible but he is the main character he's the main character of of my life now you know like not just his life like my life revolves around that one moment of time like it's forever cemented in my brain oh my gosh dude haven't we all had that moment where we're just like this is my moment. This is what it's been leading to. I'm, I'm still every waiting hardship, on that moment. Every, I, every <laughs> hardship. I'm waiting on that. I want my main character moment. My main, You know what my main character moment was? Right before that, we were walking down, and there was a magician, and he's like, hey, want to see this cool trick? And I was like, no. And then I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> and I just heard him behind me. He's like, 
okay. And I like, <laughs> the entire, like, like right after walking away, I was like, I kind of feel bad. Like he actually like reached out. I was like, I just didn't want to see it. Like, I don't know, but I don't know why I said it no. so mean. I like, <laughs> no, I'm all right. And then I was like, the thing is, that's such a Dante thing to yeah. do. <laughs> I can't just like, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to see the magic trick. It's just, I'm, I'm all good. I want to listen to this dude sing. That's, that, that's the main event. <laughs> Get over how you imitated him. Yeah, yeah. That's why I've been laughing so hard because he just went. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, because he would. So if he knew the lyrics of the song, he'd sing the lyrics of the song. But what he wouldn't, he would just shout. Like he would just shout the notes. It was, it was iconic. I, I, it was. That was a really fun day to be honest. Like if you've never been to Santa Monica Pier, obviously you're in Tennessee. But if you're listening to this and you've never been, you should go. It's pretty cool. I remember there was also, we had our own, there was a violin guy there, but it was like a, an electric violin. And mm. it would, the thing is like, he would play like pop songs. So I remember we were like, damn, imagine how bad this guy is compared to a real violin player. But, you know, Sean plays violin. And so Sean was mm. there and was literally just like, wait, like that was actually a really good vibrato. And we like, we started watching him and like, it was just weird because he was playing the easiest stuff known to man, but he was playing it at a very high level. So we were like, dang like even like these random street performers like they know what they're doing it's just you have to choose to play the easy stuff because that's what people care about exactly that's what i was just gonna say is that like that's that's what people want to hear they don't want to hear a classic concerto that (laughs) yeah (laughs) why'd you say it with the accent a classic concerto Like that makes it classic if you say it with like a broken. Yes, you have to say it like a classic concerto. Classic yes. concerto. <laughs> yes, or Beethoven's Fifth. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I feel like boardwalks and like cities and stuff like that where you see street performers. It's just interesting, like to imagine, because like that's realistically like that's their nine to five. You know, mm-hmm. like they come out there at the same time of day every day. Like there is a a set of dudes that just like they were dancers i guess and they had like really loud speakers so everyone else was like you know they were playing on their little amp and like you could it projected pretty well if you walked past them but if you walk far enough away you stop hearing them the dancers you'd stop set they set up right in front of the violin player and like this one other guy who was playing guitar really bad but it immediately like those two like they tried to keep going for a couple minutes but eventually like everyone was just kind of surrounding around the dancers because the dancers were literally like instructing them or like hey we're about to start the show like everyone get around like like you know like they're like we're big fans of the police here near here but they have told us that we have to have like very specific guidelines and like they're like saying this as they're like jumping around they're dancing like they're they're getting they're trying to get the crowd pumped. they're like yeah like the cops just made like we if we have too big of a crowd then they have to shut our act down because we're impeding on the pier so make sure everyone is within this like guideline and they're like pointing <laughs> towards like a box it was so weird but it was like a big group like that they did that mm-hmm. for probably 10 straight minutes just before they even started the act like gathering the crowd organizing the crowd and explaining yeah. how why they need an organized crowd and i was like damn like i can't even imagine how many days these guys have been doing this and like knowing what they need to say to draw buzzers we have performers from america's got talent and so you think you can dance and uh you know Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, like people who've danced on their shows and stuff like that. And I was like, I mean, well, Pulse has well, been on Well, then why are you here? Yeah, yeah, well, why are you here? Like, because I don't even doubt the truth of it. Like, people do yeah. interesting things in their lifetime. Like, 
getting on Jimmy Fallon probably isn't as hard as people think to be like a random dancer. Like, I don't know, Pulse got on AGT. I was on Euphoria, but I'm not gonna like. I think it's fun to joke about. I'm not gonna like mic drop that and like make it a big deal. (laughs) The point I'm trying to get is almost the opposite, which I I normally do in normal conversation. Mic drop it, make it a big deal because I think it's funny to do so, but. Realistically, I did nothing to get the opportunity to, to do the Euphoria thing. It was literally just because Gold got the opportunity as a fundraising. It was literally like a way for us to fundraise money was because it was a $500 gig. So right, you never yeah. know. Like with dancers, if you're a good dancer, I imagine it's probably not too different. Like it's probably a very specific niche, like kind of the marching arts is where it's just like if you are a part of the right group at the right time, maybe for the right thing, and they get offered to be on Jimmy Fallon for some background thing. Then great. Now your boardwalk guy is was on Jimmy Fallon, and you know. For me though, I I don't know. Like that seems like, I don't know. Not going backwards, but if you were on <laughs> something that, yeah, I don't know. Like, but I mean, if you if you were on something that was big and you were wanting to still get realized or or you know get some kind of job out of yeah. it, and didn't after doing something big like that. But what going pays, back? What pays the bills? You know, I mean, because also those opportunities don't necessarily always replicate themselves. Like I did the Euphoria thing when I was a senior in high school. You know, sure, sure. And I've never and seen I'm, not, an I'm not necessarily like that pointing again. to that. I know, but I know. I'm saying like if they were dancers on these big productions, they don't not get paid well. You know, I, I, like especially. I think for me, more what I'm insinuating is I think they say those things, but I don't think it's like oh, I was a dancer for Jimmy Fallon. I think it was. They were a dancer on Jimmy Fallon. Like, I was mm. in Euphoria because I got the, for a 30 second part of one episode or whatever, right? But, yeah. With, it's probably a similar situation where they were probably a backup dancer for a specific group that was invited to Jimmy Fallon. It's kind of what I am guessing. It's something like that. Where that, it's like, yeah. It's not like they were a part of the Jimmy Fallon dancing crew. You never see dancers really on Jimmy Fallon. I think it was a one time <laughs> opportunity thing that they just slap on to be like, Sure. It's, it buzz, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Could you ever do street performance like that? I don't know that I could. Just because, like... If it paid well... A lot of well, people... It, well, you know? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing, is we know it doesn't, because especially, like, like myself, when I walk past a street f- performer, usually I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes it sounds really good, and if they're really good, sometimes I'll drop a buck or two in there. Or if they have some kind of cool, like okay, I was in uh Riverside. I was mm-hmm. doing. I was walking around Riverside one time, uh, and this guy was playing guitar with his dog. His dog would sing along. Oh. Yeah, it what was the adorable because the dog had sunglasses on, had a bandana. What the and he heck? was like, that's so he's cool. Like, All right, start singing, boy, and the dog would start howling. Like, yeah. In key though, too. That's it was impressive. Crazy. Yeah. That it was is... impressive. So stuff like that, I gave him like a five because I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Like I would want to yeah. watch more. I have to keep walking though. Whatever. I would I would pay to see that. So I was I was yeah. giving. But like if it's just some dude with his guitar, sure, he can sound good and and I'll sit there and watch. But I'm not always going to give some kind of money. Or I don't always have like never, cash on me. I'm not even going to BS. I have never given a street performer money. Right. Exactly. But, so I, but then I, why like, do they I, do it? How like they have to be like, I think for some people it is sure just desperation kind of thing of just like, 
it's the closest they can get to generating like revenue. But when I watched those street performer guys, there was a lot of them, like legitimately a lot of them, and yeah. they had like a whole performance like set up and like i was joking about it the whole time because i was like damn they've been talking for 10 minutes and haven't done a single like they've done one flip but what is the point of this like how is this worth it for them like how are they actually able to sustain out of this but i kind of believe it because how else would they be able to be doing this every single day and being alive and like having being able to afford the speaker and being able to afford this many people because it's not like one dude just playing guitar it's like 10 guys and like oh and the dance crew you mean yeah yeah i mean yeah that's where it becomes even less like believable to me yeah because like how how are they paying 10 people with people's pocket change exactly that uh, that's what what i mean that's i guess for me why i wonder if it makes more money than we think I guess especially at, like, a Santa Monica Pier. Like, Santa Monica Pier is busy. It is busy, busy. So, if you're doing this for hours on end each day during the busiest parts of the day, realistically, like, there's never a minute where there's not somebody walking past you. So, even if we're not the ones that are doing that, like... And, I mean, if it makes them happy, too, that's another thing as well, is, is... If it's making them happy and they enjoy doing it versus, like, just to me, I think logically, if it were something like, I don't think that's the last avenue for revenue for them, you know? Mm -hmm. There are, like, jobs that you can get that anybody can get, you know? Just going in and and getting a job at, like, Starbucks, whatever, fast food, yeah, different things like that. So it's not a, it's not a last resort. It's, it's about enjoyment too, about enjoyment for whatever craft you think you have crafted. Yeah, (laughs) because some people, you know, they, they think they have, but you listen and you're like, want to see a magic trick? (laughs) 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 Yeah, Yeah. that's that's another thing. Is magic street performers? How do you make that interesting without like just doing the same card tricks that everybody's seen? That's the point, or, I think. I think you do do the same card tricks. I mean, the dude just had a set of cards, which is why I was like, I'm all good. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you didn't say I'm all good. You said no. no. <laughs> yeah, I, I said no. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I guess that's why I'm curious. Like, I would I would want to be able to, like, talk to a dude like that and be like, how much do you actually make doing this a day? Because the other thing you have to consider is, like, it's a day. It's not like – I feel like if you think too macro with it, like – because imagine how much they make in a month, you know? Like, they're probably real. as much as if you had a job. Well, I guess, I don't know. Maybe maybe I am wrong because they don't get taxed on it. Yeah, and how much do you make an hour, realistically? If you're doing an hour in the busiest part of Santa Monica Pier for however many hours, like, do you realistically not think they're making $15 in an hour? Do you think they're making mm. less than that? Because normally, so. even if it's a one dollar bill, like, I don't know. I don't think well because not everybody that watches gives the money, right? Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about just viewers alone, that's not that's not the way to think about actually how much money they're making. Let's say there's a crowd of twenty people, maybe two will give some money, maybe three. I guess it's changed now, maybe. But from what I've seen and what I no versus like what i would give yeah i i don't i don't think it would make that much especially because 
they can't you can't force these people to give money even if they want to watch yeah. you. You just say, "Hey, this is tips." Yeah. But I feel like people I feel like we're not the type of people to give up into social pressure, and we've also been poor and stingy before. So, like, like I know I'm a poor and stingy-ass person. Like, I really, really, True. really. So, I don't know if I'm the best reference for someone who would be tipping street performers. So, it's, like, it's easy for me to put into perspective, yeah, they probably don't make a lot of money. But I have a hard time believing it would be that common of a thing if they didn't make any money, you know? Yeah. It's just I, that we, don't, can... we, we just don't have the answer, you know? We just don't know, but... I'd be curious That's to, like, true. research it. Like, maybe, there's got to be at least one dude on YouTube who's been like, this is how much I make a day as a street performer or something, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's... I mean, we could also just conduct an experiment where you go stand out on Monica Pier with your marimba. Marimba, yeah. <laughs> See how Some much you make. Some big speakers and an amp just be, like, playing... You just do... Uh, what's popular right now. Catalina Express <laughs> oh, <laughs> over God. and over again. <laughs> and I'd generate no money. And then I'd play, like, Fortnite default theme... And get a million dollars in five minutes. Or the C4 song from Minecraft or some crap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, I think you could, you could, uh, like, play some pretty cool stuff. Like, that cover of Rosewood that you did, that's, I know nobody really, like, not a lot of people know Chon. Yeah. But, dude, that, that was a dope cover just that that little intro i mean that's that's interesting at least you're not covering a a popular song but if you make it interesting you know rather Ah. than like classical is what we compared it to yeah i've debated this in the past because like especially what sucks is right as i was getting into that is right when instagram removed monetization for reels um and so my incentive was always like maybe i could do this eventually and like actually like make some some like not big money but just a little extra buck that like bucks that i wouldn't have like anticipated making that much much just from doing a little cover because like the rosewood cover took me a day the night in tunisia cover took me a day like with recording and editing and everything like it wasn't just Mm -hmm. like oh it took me a day to record it was like i started learning the music i recorded the music and then i edited it all in like a day and those were not easy chunks of music but they were easy enough to do in a day because i've been doing this for long enough you know so right. if it was like a pop tune it would be a joke like i could pump those out fast and i imagine they'd probably get a lot more views maybe but because the other thing is like i think rosewood and night in tunisia uh, specifically on my instagram i think did better because for one i'm in the band niche like people yeah. that do band like weird music like that and they like to see hard things like if i was playing silly little joke whatever pop music like it might not do well as first but that's if you look at people who are successful online that play marimba they just play boring shit that's literally just what it is like they have to play they have to play the popular yeah havana unana whatever like i know see like i don't i don't understand why you would want to play that on a marimba like you're literally being a sellout at that point, just trying to make... But why not be a sellout, dude? If I could be a sellout and get by in life, I'd be a sellout, you know? How much of my life do I have to... St- How many of the hours of a day am I being a sellout to produce that revenue, you know? Like, if I can pump sure. this out realistically in, like, two hours... How much money is that making? Like, it's worth it at the end of the day. Like, I don't judge people who sell I, out. Would you enjoy it, though? I could spend the other... 10 hours of my conscious day doing something I do enjoy. If I was making that much money for that little effort, yes. 
like my See, fear okay. is doing something I don't enjoy and having to do it for a majority of my life. Like a large part of my day is taken up by a nine to five that I don't enjoy, you know? Sure. That kind of is, is, is part of the reason that I had dropped out of acting though, mm-hmm. because I, I mean, there were other reasons that were sure. a little bit more important to me. But that was part of the reason is I didn't want it to become a job. I enjoyed yeah. it so much. I did not want it to become a job where I felt like I had to and it became a chore. I mean, we kind of t- had talked about this with the podcast before we had started recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, things becoming, a, you know, a job is a job is a job is a job. And that's what <laughs> I've learned is that I, I don't want something that I enjoy to become what makes the money or what is is like – because of how I work, I think that I would get bored of that thing. Like if I were to sing and play guitar for a living, I think I would get bored of it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd get. It you, was the only not thing necessarily. You did. It, yeah, it loses but especially the love, you know. Yeah, and especially if I was doing it in a sellout way, playing whatever's popular, just yeah. because that's what makes people happy. That yeah. wouldn't make me happy. Yeah. If you would be happy playing those popular songs or doing that, sure, go for it. But I know as artists, a lot of a lot of people look down on what's popular because it's crap and it just plays to yeah. people that aren't yep. as artistic. And not, not, not necessarily that. Sorry, that's a really like. I think it's true. I would have said the exact same thing. thing. I mean, I, I would sure. I would say it with my chest. I hate what's popular with music right now. I literally no, despise same, it. Same here. Yeah. It's disgusting. In most of the ways, I mean, not only what's talked about with lyrics, but also it's all it all sounds the same. Yep. It doesn't sound like there's anything creative. And how many quote unquote samples are used is literally just stealing other people's melodies, other people's yep. things and adding it to whatever you're trying to create, quote unquote, on yeah. top of it. There, there's like an aspect of the fact that no good music is original. But <laughs> there's a lot, <laughs> you know, there's a lot. Like when you're literally there's using. There's a lot you can take. You can take inspiration from something. And I think that that, yeah. uh, that I applaud you for. If you can take inspiration something and be like, oh, this kind of sounds like this. If it sounds exactly like something. Yeah, where it's literally just well, sample. I mean, yeah, like, it's a literal sample. It's I mean, really I, common I, right now. Like especially right now. But I mean, if you talk about like Vanilla Ice got in trouble for stealing yeah. Queen's yep. thing, do you know what he said in reply to in in response to that? Have no. you ever seen the videos of of like when he was <laughs> he was kind of on trial because Queen was like, "What the hell, dude?" Yeah, or Queen's estate or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "No, Queen's goes dum 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 da da dum dum." His goes dum 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 da da dum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was okay. like, what? You're really gonna just say that you added a single note and it's yours now. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I have a weirdly unique perspective on this because like I literally have to write music now for like drumline stuff. And I'm not gonna like there is only so many things you can do on, on a marimba. It sounds stupid, but it's like because theoretically, you know, you have four mouths. The world's the oyster. Your the world is your oyster, or whatever. <laughs> the world's the oyster. The world's the oyster. <laughs> but like within marimba playing, it's like you can play with two mouths, which is just like, you know, up down. And when you're playing with four mouths, you're either like just playing with the insides. You're like alternating between the outs and the ends, or you could do like mm-hmm. a fast flick where you 
you're able to like displace them both but that's it like the the technique limits behind mallets means there's really like only four different broad techniques that you can actually use to play the instrument and because of that there's only so many different chords and passages and scales you can do that on like i'm trying to use very broad words that are hopefully not too gatekeepy for people that don't understand but long story short well, I mean, like i i can guarantee you that i can come up with a new technique it might be crap but i can <laughs> sure, sure i can come up with a new technique i feel like if you tried to i could compare it to another technique almost immediately but i also know you're joking so yeah yeah but um, when it comes to writing like you have to kind of take inspiration from what other people do granted it's absolutely. not as simple as dumb 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 da da dum dumb but i'm not gonna lie in the marching arts you could probably get away with taking someone's exact same lick and adding a dumb dumb like a pickup note like and honestly it'd be because the thing is, it's not big enough for people to be like, hey, that's the thing from that. Like, I remember in one of my shows, like, I, I'm i literally about to play Marimba because I have a Marimba right next to me. But <laughs> these Put four... Put the mic up to it. I'm, gonna, I'm going to. These four notes... I don't know if you've heard un- The Uninvited by Alanis Morissette, but... Hold on. Hold on, really quick. Yeah. I couldn't hear that through Discord. It didn't pop through. Well, <laughs> it didn't come through on Discord. But, well, I mean, I'll, I, sing I'm, the notes. Yeah, It'll be okay. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. It's just the one, five, flat six, five, one. It's oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty common sound, but the song is like that it's specifically from is Uninvited by Atlantis Morissette. And there was a show in 2017, Pulse did it, that's it was literally mm. called the uninvited and they use that quite often in it and there's literally the last two years of pulse show anytime the minor six shows up like anywhere someone in a youtube comment section will be like wow that sounds like a nod to the uninvited and it's just like uh i mean yeah kind of like it it is like theoretically you could make it sound like it is but also is it just now banned to go one five flat six five one because it's a really (laughs) common sound to be honest the five going to the flat six is just eerie it's like that's the whole point of it but Mm -hmm. if you want to make an eerie sound you're generally going to do something along those lines but now if anyone ever does that it's like is that a nod to the uninvited and it's like sometimes it is and sometimes it's not sometimes it's literally just the flat six and it's like uh I don't know, like, sure, you can joke about it, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, when you uh, played those notes, I immediately thought of, like, when you said it's eerie, it is eerie, because I yep. immediately thought of the Haunted Mansion theme. Yep, exactly. Where he's talking about, uh, like, in the elevator, you know, he starts talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, so it's 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 very similar and it's very eerie. Yeah, but... <laughs> that is the way it is with all music. All music has a sound to it. If you do mm-hmm. a couple notes back-to-back, there is a vibe you're going to get, you're going to feel, that most people on this planet will probably get a similar feeling. And when you're trying to evoke that, you're going to take inspiration from other music that has used those ideas, you know? I think the right. most important thing that differentiates music nowadays that people will freak out about is melody. Because mm-hmm. I don't even know how that ice... Ice spices, ice cube, ice tea. There's too many. Vanilla ice. Vanilla ice. (laughs) Uh, That vanilla ice queen thing. Did he end up getting like charged for with 
with forgery or whatever. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it actually ended up. I My know guess would that be it was no. To be honest, like yeah, he's like it's a very very similar backing track. But what makes the music different is Queen actually had melodic content over it, and generally Vanilla yeah. Ice, it's you know, it's not really well. It's kind of it's not not melodic. All right, but, stop. Collaborate and yeah, listen. You know? It's all one note. It's just yeah. white boy rap. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it sounds goofy because like the samples are similar, but most of what makes music unique is melodic structure, mm-hmm. not harmonic structure. Every like we you fuck you know this, you've heard the terms, but one, four, five, you know? Just like mm-hmm. when everyone talks yeah. about that chord progression being like what makes up all of music, like there's a lot of variations of that too, like one five four six, like like all sorts of whatever combinations of one four five plus either like a two or a mm-hmm. six generally, is like everything that makes up modern pop music, and nobody's stealing it from each other. It's just that that is the formula that works really well in a pop structure for a three minute song that needs to repeat. Have a have a mm-hmm. have a verse changed a up chorus bridge, verse and, yeah. bridge chorus you know it's like it's just perfect for that repeated structure and what's weird is i i don't know like i i look at the ice the vanilla ice thing and like to me genuinely like i understand his argument i think this his the quote is stupid saying no mine goes dum 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 da dum dum that's not the argument you should be <laughs> making it's like the fact of the matter is yeah the background is remarkably similar if not literally the exact same thing but what you did with that is different it's completely i think that the songs are honestly completely different from one another even though they have absolutely you know that's the nature and i I mean yeah it is i i just thought it was funny because he did straight up steal it (laughs) he did straight up steal it and he's trying to real he's trying to (laughs) yeah but yeah no i i do that all the time with like different songs we'll have like the same intro. Yeah. But it's like a a drum, uh, uh, a hi-hat intro or something that sounds like exactly the same. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, it's this song. Oh, it's way different. Yep. I forgot this song sounds the also same. Also sounds, yep, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it is something that's there. And yeah, originality is almost completely gone because music has been around for so long. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's also not. I mean, you can... When we talk about music, where when we have, I know we've talked about how we focus on different things and how you focus a lot on how music makes you feel, while I focus on, um, this sound how good. it sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, how this it sound sounds. Because because when we did the the episode with Riley about the albums, his was about lyric. Yeah. Mine was about sound and yours was about how it makes you feel. Yeah. Which is interesting to me because it, it goes into the fact that like all people have that differentiation of what music is to them and what it does for yeah. them. Yep. I mean, I know people who don't listen to music a lot or have a relationship with music very much at all because it does nothing for them. Or they mm-hmm. feel like it does nothing and they're like Oh yeah, I might have heard this song. Oh, okay, it's decent. I don't know. Which is weird to me because it has a very important place in other people's hearts or yeah. or or how they think about life. When I when I you know 
have a feeling, I put on a certain song and it either negates the other feeling that I'm having or intensifies it. Like if I want this feeling to intensify. Yeah. I mean, think, think about when athletes are warming up. Usually they have headphones on and it's pumping them up and, and making things yeah. happen to their bodies. And I think physiologically it does something to the human body. Yeah. And I think the, the brain. human brains, but yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's really interesting that when we think about like, like pop music, you're talking about the, the one, four, five structure. Yeah, it is that. And it's all the same, but maybe it's, be- they do that and people listen to that because that is the structure that they are comfortable, comfortable with. with. They're comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. When you listen to music, you d- People don't like being surprised with music anymore. Like, they they find comfort in knowing what's going to happen next, which is the polar opposite for me. Like, legitimately, like, me I too. don't like listening to music if I can guess what's going to happen next. I hate that. Like, what makes music interesting to me is when I'm caught off guard or surprised and like, whoa, why oh, did yeah. that, that happen? And why did it work? <laughs> no, yeah, I... An example that I always think of is a Muse song. Mm-hmm. You listen to Muse. I mean, you've, you I've know. listened to Muse. Um, yeah, some Muse songs. Yeah. Um, but Dead Inside by Muse mm-hmm. has this glorious, glorious bridge that just, like, gives me chills still to this yeah. day because of his voice and the way, the things that they did in this bridge. I mean, because the, the verses and chorus are really cool, too. But the direction that they take the bridge, I'm just like, what? Yeah. What the hell just happened? Yeah. Oh my god. And it just like um oh, another song, um My Blue Heaven by Taking Back Sunday. I'm I'm getting all into my No, you're good. Rock you're good. and emo. My yeah. rock and emo side of music yeah, and not necessarily good, good. like the 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 greats, you know, whatever, you're but fine. Um, you're fine. <laughs> uh oh, what's the other one? It's it, they're all three on like the same plane for me. It's a Weezer song that's not just like a typical Weezer rock and roll song. It's like an actual um only in dreams by Weezer. Oh my gosh, it's like a 10 minute song mm-hmm. by Weezer and it has this this uh breakdown to where it gets down like so they have all the instruments and it's got this like this big chorus, big chorus, and they slowly wane it down to one symbol going and then it builds back up, builds back up to this mm-hmm. to this like big chorus again. And it's amazing. I I when I listen to it, it's it's yeah. So it it evokes feelings and it and it surprises me every time that I listen. Well, not not necessarily every time. The first time I listen to it, and it's still I look forward to those surprises yeah. and the changes yeah or um oh another good one is a, a frank ocean song mm-hmm. uh nights by frank ocean mm-hmm. there's a change up in there you're like what the hell just happened <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um if you can if you can listen to that song actually i think you'd like it Maybe. nights yeah. by frank ocean i've heard of frank ocean i've heard good things i think so yeah i mean you know he's got kind of a typical not necessarily poppy sound but just like it's a mix for me. It's a mix up. It's a mix up between like hip hop and pop. Yeah, sure. It's it's a little bit more poppy, but he he puts some like um some different stuff in there that I think is is really interesting. Um, especially on the album 
blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's the surprise. I think you're absolutely correct. I yeah. want that surprise, that difference of like, dude, when you showed me that song by Emphy, yeah, uh, Sunspat, we I knew we were going. I was literally just about to bring yeah. that up because for me, the surprise. It's all about grooves for me. I think you can do it melodically too. Like I think when like there is a very sudden like harmonic surprise, it is interesting. But with grooves, you really, really feel it. Like the big reveal with like Sunspat, like if you haven't heard the song, like basically it literally just starts with da 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 da. But what's weird is those notes are on the offbeat, so it's on E and and. So like if with music, if you're counting through sixteenth notes, you count like one E and a two E and a three E and a. And so the placement mm-hmm. of the uh, 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 is normally your brain hears that and you go one and two and three and four and mm-hmm. one. But when the drum set comes in, you realize like the downbeat is you have like do like one and then you have like the one. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't sing both parts at once, but the point is, is like the uh, yeah. uh, 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 is literally just going e, uh, e, uh, e, uh, e, uh, up between the drum set doing the one. And like, yeah, that those moments are really, really exciting. I think a really good example as well is "Boy" by Charlie Puth. The oh, dude, yeah, dum, that groove. Dum, 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 I forgot dum. about that song, yeah. dude. Yeah, that I song, forgot about that song. The that whole chord progression, I might be talking out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure is like a dotted eighth groove, which is like. Ooh. And it also starts... I might be wrong. I know for sure it, it starts on the offbeat. Like, the first chord... I think I was mm-hmm. wrong about the dotted eights. I think. Uh, 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 uh. No, they're all on the E, I think. That's what it is. So, it's like... Literally just like... If you have the drum set going one, two, three... You know, for it's a... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh. It might be us. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. That's what it is. It's 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 just mm. really cool stuff like that. But when you introduce the groove later, it like that is like that cool moment because like once the music starts, you can start feeling it in the new groove. But it's cool when you hear like the setup or something all of a sudden is not where you thought it was, and it's like it messes with your brain. But it's it's and it's in a cool way. Like those reveal moments are extra. Like it's like the equivalent of doing like a drop, like in EDM music, where mm-hmm. like for some people like that's the hype. For me, like, my EDM drop is when, like, the Sunspat drum set comes in, and you're like, whoa, like, what Dude, the heck? I remember when you first showed me that, and I freaked out. Do you yeah. remember? I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, those moments I are mean, awesome. Oh, yeah. They're so awesome because, I mean, how how do you re... How do you, how do you recreate that without having new music like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. As, as, in the sense of music, when we're talking about music. Um, the funny thing is, when you brought up Boy, what I like when I was talking about earlier is it, you go more into how mu- music makes you feel, mm-hmm. and I go more into like t- like how it sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was immediately thinking, oh, yeah, I love the tone of his piano when yeah. he plays it on yeah. the piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, dude, what's, what's the random solo in there? What's the instrument? That he plays the random. Oh, I. Really... I'm assuming it's probably just like an, an an electric piano of some sort with like a specific. I feel like it's just an interesting patch on an electric piano. Mm. It's not like a specific instrument other than just like a patch that he happened to use. But 
I'm pretty sure. I it's remember because I remember we would always point it out like and yeah. piano so- or whatever yeah, solo. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it like, it's just what? a random jazz <laughs> piano solo. Like he literally just plays it like yes, a random yes. jazz. Yeah. yeah, you know. But it's crazy because it's uh, normally. I think what's cool is like when you hear electric pianos in particular, like that sound, the ear really likes to latch onto it in the jazz piano context. Because if you hear a regular piano playing jazz piano, you almost get like a like a nineteen twenties vibe kind of thing, where like where they, which is I love jazz piano to be clear. Like I love mm-hmm. in that regular context, but especially in pop music, when you hear it with like the electric piano sound, it has a certain like modernness to it that you don't get with like an actual piano playing that because there's just more like. Mm-hmm of initial initial attack with an actual piano because it's literally if anyone doesn't know like when you hit a piano key inside the piano it's literally a hammer striking a string which is what makes the sound it's literally a strike inside of the keyboard but obviously with an electric piano it's just eh, it's frequency like it just plays mm-hmm. back the me obviously it doesn't, <laughs> the it doesn't say, you know <laughs> so what's cool with like electric piano is you have a lot more sustain rather than necessarily hearing the initial attack plus the, like the resonant sustain it's kind of all sustain which you know that's just nerdier stuff yeah. but it's cool and i think the jazz context in particular because you really get to hear the way the notes bleed into each other and stuff like that anyways mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah i i completely agree i th- i think tone has a lot to do with where yeah. when it sounds like it's from yeah. And also evokes some kind of emotion of when when it's from like when I hear doo-wop, I mm-hmm. always am in a happy place. I don't mm-hmm. think doo-wop has ever put me in a bad mood. <laughs> doo-wop makes me reminds me of like a classic time when when talent talented singer, you had to be talented to sing. Yeah. You had to have this amazing control over your voice in order to do certain things. So like uh oh what is what is the group called that I've been listening to recently the flatters the platters um it was it's the uh, shoot the red hot chili peppers no one, definitely one not direction. the red hot chili peppers one direction it's uh you know the song only you uh, can the make of this world seem off the top right. of my head no is oh, it Dua Lipa? Darn it. <laughs> it's definitely not Dua Lipa. John Bon Jovi. Uh, oh, it is the platters. Okay, so I was right. It's the platters. But um, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes by the Platters. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the most lovey-dovey songs that I've ever heard. Because it's, it's called Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. But it explains within the lyrics that it's because your heart's on fire. When your heart's on fire, smoke gets in your eye. It's like, oh, that is such a beautiful, like, poetic thing to say. Mm -hmm. When your heart's on fire for love, you get smoke in your eyes. So so you're blinded by love is what it's talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, I love it. But, um, oh, I had a, I was, I was. Thinking about this while you were talking about Charlie Puth, um, wh- sorry for the random segue. You're good. You're good. My ADHD brain. <laughs> no, you're good. I get it. I'm um, a percussionist. <laughs> Did Charlie Puth start out online, or was he a big time musician that just like got big? 
I wish I knew the answer to that. I'm pretty sure he's just started it. Like, I think he he popped off in pop, like as a pop musician. Yeah. What's tricky is like he had a background as like, like he's Jazz. been, a, yeah, like he he is a yeah. pro pro musician before going to the pop scene. I think the idea is that he was just a very good musician that realized the money's in pop and then went to the money. Yeah. And figured out the formulas. I honestly like. I'm a big Charlie Puth fan. I think he gets a lot of like randomly especially on tiktok he started getting a lot of hate for being like whatever the guy that takes random sound it's like what if you didn't everyone like jokes about the because he's because he has perfect pitch yeah because he's actually talented but i I, yeah (laughs) i mean granted you know you're born with perfect pitch or you have to train it as a kid it's like the idea with perfect pitch like if you don't if you don't if you're not born with it you have to do like specific ear training as a child when your brain is still like forming certain mm. you know i don't know the science but i i know like you can only get perfect pitch as a kid or born with it but even then he refined it very clearly like oh yeah. he has a remarkable music upbringing and what's cool is like he it, we were it's funny we were just joking about like the adhd brain but like even when you watch those tiktoks my brain i get that like i've been there like you hear a sound and you're like what if what if you made it into this or what if you tried doing this with it but <laughs> yeah. I don't necessarily have the musical prowess or like production knowledge yet to know how to like take the hydro flask bong and then record it and sample it and make it into a song. <laughs> but I'm not gonna pretend like I've never thought about it. When you fill a hydro flask yeah. up with water and you bang the sh- the heck out of it, you know, it's yeah. cool. It's a cool sound. I wanted. I want to use it. But I like those sure. TikToks a lot because like clearly he was just trying to like share with like the music world and like the ADHD brains like us. But he randomly just got a bunch of stupid online hate from people who have like a third of a brain cell but you know yeah and the music producers that do just one thing and aren't actually talented like yeah. whatever benny whatever his name is benny no clue. something i don't know i don't know i'll start beef with that guy i don't care yeah don't screw crap. screw ben <laughs> we've officially started beef with phil swift and benny that guy <laughs> we started beef with phil swift uh, i know at the beginning episode you you mentioned him but he the philly cheesesteak I don't know. I, I didn't think we were. I, we started that late enough that I didn't think we were going to cut it out. So I was like, I have to embrace this Phil Swift thing now, huh? Okay. My, my mortal rival, Philly Cheesesteak Swift of Flex Seal. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, no, the reason I, I was wondering if he was an online star before like getting big is because I'm realizing, like, like, when you look at a lot of stars today, they started like online on Vine, dude. Or like like people that you knew from Vine have big roles in other not like big roles but like roles in other things like King Batch was in a movie yeah sure and so was the the like recently more recently in the Flash movie I don't know if you watched it I heard terrible things no I I wouldn't go I've heard it was over hated as well I will say yeah I think it was I just wa- I just watched it recently it wasn't that bad. I think there could have been some things done better. Mm-hmm. I think it was pretty cool for what it was, though. Sure. And, um... All right, who was in it? <laughs> oh, but the, the a guy from Vine was literally, like, a side character in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that like guy as an, was in Like, Vine. as an actor? Like... As an actor, he weird. wasn't, like... Yeah, it was it was interesting. He was a character as an actor, like, was... I didn't know that he was wanting to be an actor or whatever, you know. Yeah. And he actually, I it made me think of him mostly because of the online thing. But 
um, he used to play music on his Vine or oh, on his YouTube cool. channel. He's pretty dope. I forget. I have to look up his name now. Cause, You're uh, like Miranda Sings. Oh, uh, yikes. Womp womp. I don't even know what she did. All I've seen is the memes about her apology video. Yeah, she basically was, like, grooming her fans online, like, underage fans. Oh. Yeah, not very cash yikes. money. Which is why everyone shits on the video because it's not like it it people sure make mistakes and then have to, sometimes you make a cringy apology video but making but a cringy apology video about, about grooming kids and being like yeah. it's just like the drama of youtube and people just spread spread bad information about each other and like not even like saying like i didn't do this but like say you know the, the nature of the whole situation was sorry go, you well here's me. the thing here's the thing was she just accused or did she No, actually... it's pretty damning. <laughs> it's okay. pretty I, bad. I, don't know. I always I always just make sure to ask because I know what you mean. I mean if there's no evidence and people are trying I'm I've said this before. I hate cancel culture, yeah. especially when it is just canceling someone regardless for... if you have even if the information wasn't damning, if your response to getting accused of grooming children is to make a song Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't agree with that yeah, for sure. Like, you know, like even if the information wasn't damning, I'd be pretty damned if I didn't believe it after that. Like, oh my god, how disconnected Seriously. from reality do you have to be? Rudy, Mon- Giuliani. Oh? Sorry. <laughs> Rudy Mancuso. I have no idea. Yeah, he's got like seven million subscribers on YouTube. Nice. Oh, wow. He hasn't posted in, like, a year. Did you hear about the A24 um, movie that was produced by a bunch of YouTubers? No. is it? Did it come out recently? Yeah, and it, like, I've heard nothing but good things. It's, like, it just looks like a, a horror movie, but it got a bunch of buzz from, like, because obviously, like, A24 horror movies are generally really good, like Hereditary, yeah. Midsommar. Um, I haven't seen Hereditary still, and I think I'm going to refuse to watch it forever. That's valid. It's terrifying <laughs> in the best ways possible. But um, it's cool because these guys were just like YouTubers that used to make like, I guess like just like really high production YouTube videos of like, they would do big action sequences and stuff like that. And I guess they were just known for like really gory, whatever. Like they had like a series about Ronald McDonald or whatever. I had never heard of them, but I heard about this, this situation specifically. And like I watched their video where like they the specific like because they got invited to a film festival which already getting invited to a film festival is really exciting because not oh, all it's movies big deal. yeah it's a big deal for films and once yeah. they were there that's where they got picked up by a24 was after their movie premiered at that the film festival so it was just cool because like, oh i think we've talked about this a little bit before i think we have talked about this uh just a little bit i think in our conversation not maybe. necessarily on the podcast i mean this just um, happened like this month so i don't know but i believe you oh never uh, mind this is recent. i remember Oh, I, I think they confirmed it this month. I think I had heard about it a while back. The movie because, or? Well, no, that A24 picks up films from film festivals and makes them bigger. Yeah. I mean, that's just a, that's just the way studios work. Like, cause that's just, I, I'm going to, I'm scared about butchering all the terms here, but A24 is not like a production studio. They're like a release, like. 
they release movies. I don't. I. I. Oh God, there's a term and it's gonna. That's keep... a production studio. Damn. Well, like I don't they... know. Because <laughs> because a, a production studio makes sure that it's produced well, um, like looks good, and then yeah, they they put it out. I think it's more about but because they're broadcasting it. Ah, oh, damn. I'm I'm using all the wrong words and I know it, but like <laughs> I don't think a twenty four is going to change the movie at all. Like. The movie came out at the film festival as what it is, and then it's like the re- the right to release it. I don't know, cause like I'm assuming it it probably covers advertising a little bit. I'm assuming it probably just covers like A twenty four attaches their movies or their name to movies that deserve, I guess, the name attached. But but I also think it does more for it in terms of like where well, it's like playing, which theaters, stuff like that, like. That and, yeah, no, they, they do put money into it because they, like, sometimes if they don't have a big budget, like, the movie didn't have a big budget or before or anything uh-huh. like that, they would, like, go in and redo some of the different editing things that needed done because it wasn't really? looking as good as they think it should. I feel like That's that would have to what be a production the, company does. I feel like that would have to be in the earlier stages, though, of the movie. Because, like, from what I understand, this movie was finished. I... I I think I might be completely wrong about all this, but like they're, they're, I, I have no know. idea. They have a video. About I don't know enough channel. about it. I yeah. know I know people that do know more about it, um, because they're either film majors or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, there there are people with more information that are our age. Yeah. Even too. Let's bring them on in a podcast. Let's do an episode about movies. I love movies. We already did an episode about movies. We Let, did our top five movies. But let's do an episode about m- how movies get produced and, m- and movies and... Okay. That might be a I cool mean, idea. I'd just be interested in alert, to be honest. Like, I- I'm fascinated yeah, by that too. stuff, but I don't want to have to do all the research myself. It'd be cool if we... Were able to, like, <laughs> if, if we actually... I mean, you're, you're the guy that went to college for the arts, and I just dropped out of college for the arts, you know? Well, I dropped no, so out I'm the, too, Yeah, dude. no, so I'm the guy that dropped out for the college of the arts. That's... That's me. That's my title. <laughs> You're the guy who's friends with people in the arts. So you should ask movie friends and be like, "Hey, you want to come on the podcast?" We could do. We could do a. Uh, we could do an episode with um, you know, Lexi. A little bit, barely. Yeah, but a we little could bit. maybe do an episode with Lexi because she's living in New York right now, trying to see about auditioning on Broadway stuff, as yeah. well as she took a class on acting for the camera that also went into like production stuff. Yeah. Like they had to edit their own stuff and like I think she'd know more about it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um have you seen Tick Tick Boom? Oh, uh That's what I no, was going to ask. I haven't. I, I want to. I haven't wa- gotten the opportunity to watch it yet though. Legitimately like because it's just we were talking about movies and you mentioned New York cuz Lexi's in New York and a lot of that movie is all just like it's similar stuff about Broadway and like trying to be able to you know, get out there, get exposed, like that, that story. But I had heard good things, but never, like, crazy things. I just heard good things, you know? And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably a good movie. I gotta enjoy a good movie every once in a while. And mm-hmm. so I, I watched... Good film. Yeah, good film, good film, good movie, good movie. <laughs> um, I legitimately, like, I, I was sobbing while watching that movie and after. Granted, I think that movie was, like made for me it was kind of like i don't know it it it, it hit really close it's to made home. for artists dude yeah that i mean because you know it's a musical first right that they yeah, made yeah. into a movie yep okay because it's about the life of the the writer of chicago and everything 
Rent. And, and rent. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, before that musical got all the traction it did because they were making a movie about it and whatever. Um, I had a song from that movie, uh, in my book when I was doing musical theater stuff. Really? Cool. Yeah. You know why the, the, the song, why? Yeah. 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 Nine. Yeah. The, the whole thing where he goes through his life as an artist. Yeah. Oh, that one is so emotional too. And not a huge fan of what's her face that played Gabriella in high school musical Vanessa Hudgens. So, yeah. She's like her singing barely voice. in it. She like, she's there to sing sometimes, but she's not even like a character in the movie, which kind of caught me off guard. I thought like, I feel like in the trailer, okay. she looks like a, a one of the main characters, but well, I think it's just because she's such a big actress. They wanted to have the two big actors in the movie. <laughs> I think it's more just the about the fact, well, maybe, but I like, all the stuff in the trailer is mostly stuff from the songs, but the songs aren't really, like... It's not, like, a musical movie in the sense where it's, like, they break out into song randomly to start singing. All the songs mm-hmm. are in the context of the fact that he's writing a show. Like, or, like, like writing, you know... Yeah, it's kind of like... It's kind of like A Star is Born. I've never seen it, but... I, I Neither have it. I, but I know that that's, <laughs> that's when their songs... No, 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 I just know that that's Sorry. when their songs come through. <laughs> It's kind of like a star is born. Never seen it, but <laughs> sorry. Well, when she, when they're on stage is when they sing. It's sure. about performers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or no, I guess that's that's different. Um, La La Land. I've never seen La La Land either, but I I I've seen it, it was and I hated it. Well, I, I was also <laughs> I was of you did. I was a stupid high schooler and I didn't like I I only like good movies and I didn't like <laughs> you're La- like Quentin Tarantino. I uh, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I need to rewatch La La Land. Honestly, like in all honesty, I think I'd love that movie in hindsight. I also just really don't like movies with romance generally. Like I only like movies with romance if they end in like bad things because i'm like that's realistic that's that's so epic that's just like real life for real for real but actually i think la la land might end like that low-key i think i'm i'm literally probably describing la la land right now i feel like that movie (laughs) ends badly for the two but in a good way because it should end badly because like live your truth and like do your own thing and have your own adventure as an individual real life uh (laughs) (laughs) um I think that's all I wanted to hit. I just ran it. Like you mentioned that. I think, I mean, honestly, like we, we didn't even, we, yeah, this is like the most mature episode we've done because we didn't even have to do speaking of me. I started to do that. And then we talked about other things and then we just kind of, I'm, there's another time transition. There's another timeline where like that, ne- like I never say like that one story about the guy at the Santa Monica pier. Just, ah! <laughs> and then, and this episode's probably a thousand times worse than that timeline. Cause I'm just like, yeah. yeah uh, so this episode, we're gonna talk about music. I think I, I don't know. I kind <laughs> and then I like fart on the floor and cry and start like sobbing and everything. <laughs> just I throw up all, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this is a fun one. I don't know what the heck we're gonna this call. It's a really it. good episode. We I should just it. call it Ow. Santa Monica Pier Guy Tells All. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking at the um, pier that day. I was like, I wish I could like bring this guy in and like just talk with him one on one and like interview him. And we have a podcast <laughs> now and it's back up. Maybe I should go out to the boardwalk, try and find that guy and be like, hey, can I interview you for, for my podcast? It's just so, uh, <laughs> imagine he's just like, 
Yes, <laughs> sure. I would love to. <laughs> He's like, when I was seven, my mom died. And, I, and oh we get the full... Gosh. And I inherited all of her profits. And once I realized okay. that money is a pointless <laughs> scheme in life, I just started going to the boardwalk every day to live my truth and live my destiny. <laughs> and shoot up Can LSD. Can we bring this guy up more often? Can we bring this guy up more often and just create this elaborate backstory? I already, like, that's literally what we were doing at, at the Santa Monica Pier. We were like, imagine like, this guy, honestly, like, he does this once a month. Like, it's, it's every single, like, the seventh of the month or whatever it was. He just comes out to the pier, shoots up a bunch of LSD, and just, like, oh goes God. crazy on the Santa Monica Pier. And the next guy goes back to, like, working in, like, a cubicle and <laughs> makes so much money and, like, is richer than all three of us combined, you know? His purple lipstick his represents purple lipstick, the color of you know? the plum. Well, his purple lipstick represents the color of the plums his mother used to feed him exactly. before he Exactly. Imagine. Died. Imagine the goopery. Oh, my gosh. All right. Anyways, yeah, we need to we need to name him. What's his name? Purple lipstick guy. I don't know. He's just. <laughs> I, it's uh, like the purple Santa guy Pier from Man. Fin- Santa Monica Pier. Purple dinosaur man. I don't know. <laughs> we could just go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his name shall be Chico de la Playa. I don't even know what that means. No hablas. It means boy. Fr- it means boy from the beach. Boy from the beach. What the heck? I don't know. It's a. Pe- I don't know. Never mind, man. Wah, wah. Whatever. He's just purple lipstick guy. <laughs> He's dinosaur guy. Yeah. You're dinosaur man. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I think anymore. the episode ended a bit ago. <laughs> Did it? I don't know. I All think right. I want to end it though. <laughs> this is the end right now, Dylan. What's your final word? Fortnite battle pass. <laughs> That's not my. That, you asked me a question. I know, and that, you didn't answer yet. So I just said Fortnite Battle Pass. Okay, my my final word to sum up the episode, or just just in general. I think it was my because I asked you for your final word, and then you said my, and I think that would have been the final word. No, no, I'm. I haven't I given edit, it yet. I edit the. I I can choose. I live or die by the sword. My final word is truth. Um, anyway. That was it. Thank you for listening. That was yeah. the word. It's over now. No, we gotta, we gotta advertise. Okay, advertise the and Instagram then, Instagram and okay, then TikTok. Advertise and then say truth and then it'll end. I said TikTok instead of TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. I love TikTok. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Adjective Noun. I think we're gonna have, uh, more posted, I don't know, <laughs> on our Instagram, but our Instagram and our TikTok, TikTok, gosh darn it, TikTok are both, yes, TikTok are both entitled uh, A D J N O U N, so that's at A D J Noun Pod. Um, there's no uh, punctuation marks in there. It's just A D J N O U N P O D. Um, Check us out on Instagram. We keep updates on our episodes and on our TikTok. Um, apparently, I post cringe, according to Dante. So Are we going to bring Maybe this up every run. single episode now? I am. I am. Because I, sh- I should have never said feelings. anything. It hurt my feelings. Too. I mean, feelings are meant to be hurt. If there aren't lows, there will never be highs, you know? It's like rules that are meant to be broken. Sure. And hearts that are meant to be mended. Just make sure you don't say the, the T word because I'm going to end the episode. Truth. <laughs> <laughs>